Welcome back, everybody, to the Trailblazer Fire Tactics Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, also TJ. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about mindset and some other fire service things that are you know, kind of in our head, on our heart. I'm going to let TJ take this away and go from there. Hello, everyone. So uh, we were kind of just tossing around some ideas, like what we might want to hit on today. And first thing that kind of jumped out to us was uh, a little bit about mindset. With mindset, we feel like that is a broad topic. Like one I wanted to hit on was when I started at my career department, uh, the captain I had instilled like from day one um, why we were there. And, you know, we've been saying in the, in the past about uh, we're there for them. And like he truly dr- brought that home. And uh, his, his thing was they called us we're there for them right and it don't matter what time of day it is or anything what the call is um that is someone's loved one whether it be their dad brother sister mom nephew is it's somebody's person somebody's loved one yeah uh no matter where they're at in their life they're having a bad day or they needed somebody that's why they called so for me you know i quickly saw like you know, I know people. We were in medicals. Most departments run medicals. Yeah. And you'll everybody gets woke up at night. You go two, three in the morning. You're going to this typical, you know, stub toe. Why didn't you call nine one one way before now? Oh yeah. But if you, this helped me sometimes on long nights where I was like, man, I've been woke up for third, fourth time tonight. But you know what? That is somebody's family member, and I need to show up and treat them like. I was going to mine. Like, how do I want that responder going to my loved one? So oh, yeah. that's what I have tried to do and carried on. And I think it has really helped me and guys that I've been on cruise with, we kind of bought into that. And I feel like you're there for the right reason then. With the mindset piece of you said how the company officer kind of instilled that in you, right? Yeah. So if he didn't instill that in you, do you think that you would have had that mindset when you were struggling or if you didn't have somebody leadership-wise kind of saying, hey, this right. is the way, you know, do you think you would have come into the career fire service with that mentality? Okay. No, I would not have come into – I don't think I would have had done that, especially on, like – I'm not saying, like, every day yeah. you wouldn't think that. Sure. Because, you know, you got hired, you wanted to help people. Oh, yeah. But we all have long days, long nights, and you get aggravated sometimes. Oh, yeah. I feel like <clears throat> that's where – that's where it really kicks in is when you're in that rut – I mean, every day, like, yeah, we want to go to fires. We want to, you know, help people and, and all that. But it can be the cause that you just get tired of. You're going to a nursing home oh, again yeah. for, like, the third time that day. And it's like, man. Yeah. You know. And, and I really see it more on the medical side yeah. of things. And it's really hard sometimes because I think, you know, you buy into the, the atmosphere around you, especially when you're new. So if you see other people who have been doing it a while, like, just get aggravated because they're going to this place or even on calls like fire alarms you keep running fire alarms to the same place over and yeah. over and over and over and that kind of goes down a different road of maybe starting to build complacency you know? well and still like you could so like let's just say medicals because that's the normal thing right where this really kind of kicks in i feel like but it's it's no different than going to like structure fires and fire alarms like if you have that mindset that you're going you got hit for structure fire you're expecting a fire and you're expecting some people trapped 
Oh yeah. There, there's no different because like now you're gonna try to up your game. You're gonna be prepared for them when you get there. You know that's no different than just kind of going through the motions on the medical. Now you're like, oh, you know, I want to make sure we do good patient care. We need to do what's best for them. <clears throat> yeah. Make the situation better. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think overall mindset, and you you said it earlier, is, I mean, it's a broad topic, broad subject. Because mindset really plays into everything that we do, whether we're home, off-duty, on-duty. However you approach a situation, your mindset that you're approaching it with is really going to affect your performance. It's going to affect you, the attitude that you display, the work that you – the the product that you put out. I mean, it's no different for me than in the morning time at shift change. Mm-hmm. My mindset is, and it's because I have listened to so many podcasts and listened to so many good speakers and – not just that, I think also because I'm internally driven, but listen to all this positivity and mindset of, you know, engage when you go to the fire station, engage when you go to the firehouse and get on the truck. You know, it's shift change when it's time. Like, I'm ready to get on the truck. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to make sure my gear is set up, my pack is checked right, and everything is squared away. So that way, and I think we hit on this a little bit at the end of the last podcast, but, like, my mindset is it's like a light switch flips on, and for the shift that I'm there – I'm trying to stay engaged and I'm trying to keep my mindset ready so that at any second when the tones go off, whether it's for medical, fire, wreck, whatever, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to me, partly maybe due to cultures and departments or people's personal lives, you know, stuff they got going on for your mindset to track away from the real reason that you're here to provide a service. You know, the real reason that you're here. It's not to... To, you know, it's not to gain a, a pension, paycheck, not to get clout because, oh, I got a fire department T-shirt or I'm on this fire department or I ride this truck or I do that. I have family, whether they live in this community or not. I'm going to do the best that I can for the families in this community right. because when I roll up to a call at 2 or 3 in the morning and somebody runs out and meets me and says, hey, you know, my baby's inside, my such and such is inside, I have put myself, I guess now especially, I've got a – almost five-month-old son, I put myself in the situation of a dad, and I think about what if I'm the dad who the fire department rolls up and my son's inside? Who do I want getting off the truck? Mm -hmm. Do I want the guys who have sat around all day and watched TV and not done anything to make themselves better? Or do I want the guys who are constantly pushing, constantly out there, putting in the work every day, struggling at times because the grind can be hard? Yeah. I want to be the person that I want coming yeah, to my absolutely. fire. You know, that's what it goes back to. And and it, it boils down mindset. It goes into so that mentality for me or mindset falls over into training. I do believe in the crawl, walk, run method of doing training. I think sometimes, and once again, I, I try to be humble. I think that I've been a part and ran trainings before that maybe we run before we walked, or maybe we walked before we crawled. So when I'm doing training, whether it's for me or with a group of people, like, you know, I really want to try to break everything down so that they understand and so that they buy into what we're doing. Because sometimes you can go check a box and I said is, all right, we did a good job. You know, cool. Like, yeah, you did some stuff, but is there purpose behind that? Is there meaning behind that? So that mindset from trying to be the best firefighter rolls over into that training where I am like just trying to do the very best, put myself into situations and, and thought processes of what the real deal will be like so that 
I have a plan when something happens. So I, I know I got a little long on that, but mm-hmm. mindset for me just really it is it is key in everything. And the good thing is, or however you want to look at it, mindset on the job is important. The mindset follows you when you leave too. You know, when you leave the job, it comes home with you. So when I leave the job, yeah, I'm still a fireman. I'm also trying to balance the family and give them the time and effort that they need while still trying to improve myself as a firefighter. Why do I do that? Why would you do you do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, and I've heard guys say it before. It's like you're ne- you don't never feel like you're off duty. Oh yeah. It's like you can tell you walk into a restaurant or a crowded thing whatever and you're looking at exits, you're looking at building construction and I don't know, it's like it's really hard to for me and to get out of that fire department mentality oh yeah you know no 100 percent firefighter oh yeah and people you know a lot of people oh you're ate up with it. oh you're ate up with it and like well you can i understand where maybe somebody and i'm not going to use a specific like line of work because i don't want to offend anybody but let's just say like another line of another line of work that maybe is not as at times important you know when we go to fires obviously there are lives potentially Mm -hmm. in the in danger right and we have got to make something happen right then there are other jobs that that stress that potential is not there so i can see where somebody in another line of work say oh you're eight up with it you're eight up with it and be like ah you know i I, you know i understand being i understand where you're coming from but in the fire service to me like it doesn't matter we're i have two days off in theory Mm -hmm. from a (laughs) full-time from a full-time job and when i go back to the firehouse i'm still expected to potentially at time i put my stuff on the truck go to the worst fire of my life with people trapped people hanging out windows so that drives me on my days off to still be a student of the fire service yeah that's my mindset are there exceptions i say maybe not exceptions but i definitely do try to take a little break i try not to overload myself because i'm really bad of balancing fire stuff i will overload i will put way too many irons in the fire and then I don't know which one to pull out and, and try to work on. You know, and that's that's me. Yeah. That's my personality in a way. I really love the fire service, though, and I just I want to be the best I can. And I, I dive into so many topics that it's like, you know, people are like, oh, you do. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know <laughs> I do. You know, and I'm working on that. I work on things. And so anyways, I, I know I have been super long winded with it. But I mean, based off all that, I mean, what what is your mindset, I guess, when it comes to. I guess training or or family or off duty when it, fire service related that maybe you haven't touched on. Hmm. Well, I just I think it all for me because that's what I feel fortunate to start start out on. It goes back to that like remembering the reason you're here and it's not for yourself. Like the job is about serving others and the public and the you know civilians whatever type the call is that's where it all comes from for me so by me wanting to improve and work on things either myself individually or try to get people or work with people you know just do some training at the end of the day it's yeah you're trying to better yourself but you're really bettering yourself for the bigger picture you know for them and and that that's where it comes from for me and i just every day stick with it yeah 
but so another thing and this kind of changes gears just a little bit and we'll talk about this i guess maybe for the last portion of the podcast i really believe in truck work i really believe that yes the fire's got to go out so the engine's got to do their thing don't get me wrong and the engine company you know obviously they in short staff situations or times without truck companies or whatever you know they're gonna have to go in and kind of multitask they're gonna have to go in search for fire search for victims put fire out so like establishing a mindset a truck company mindset whether you have a truck or not mindset go time back back into the very beginning there's a lot of departments out there that don't have truck companies right yeah to me though truck company or, or truck work on the fire ground doesn't necessarily mean that I pull up on a ladder truck. Yeah. And just because you ride a ladder truck don't mean that you work Definitely. as a truck company. That's you probably know? the majority of you the know? area. Yeah. So establishing that truck company mindset in your department, though, like if you can really, number one, growing up in the fire service, it was the nozzle, right? Everybody wanted to be on the nozzle. Everybody wanted yes. to go inside and be on the line and do that stuff. Getting a little bit older and a little bit more experienced, uh, on a truck company riding in a position that put me working outside I gained a lot of knowledge and, and mindset of how important the outside work is as far as the outside vent position or you know ground ladders being thrown to the second floor for egress for rescue vent, you know ventilation all that good stuff and what I realized is like you know this can very easily be done without a ladder truck now you may not have all the resources that ladder truck does but it is more than that mindset not only outside stuff but inside stuff too so the search getting the search done i was actually a part of some training the other night at a department and one thing that really hit me and we talked about it was how search is probably in my experience one of the most underperformed tasks on the fire grounds it is performed like it's done yeah yeah but as far as maybe the the level of i guess thought process put into it is not where it needs to be compared to how important mm-hmm. it is so if you can come into your department and say hey look you know we have a really an engine company mindset we're going in we're putting the fire out yeah we're doing searches but we're morally focusing on hose lines and getting in there to the fire there are other roles that we can do and we can roll up on an engine second do engine or whatever and still do truck work i got a question for you as far as search and like you just spoke about when you kind of start out you want to be on the nozzle yeah and put fire out Mm -hmm. what is more important putting the fire out or getting a primary search i was actually thinking about earlier by asking you this question (laughs) yeah all right you know what let's go at so primary search or putting water on the fire yep what is more important yeah while there is a lot of subjectivity to that i'm just going to try to imagine uh, fire in a house, heavy smoke in the house. We're either going to a choose to do a search, or we're not talking about somebody hanging out a window. Yeah, yeah. You're going in. You don't know if anyone's inside. Visibility's not the best. You've got smoke conditions. You've got a couple rooms or something. Mm-hmm. A decent fire like we go to okay. a lot. So, to me, the important thing is to put water on the fire. Okay. Yeah. And the reason I say that. Is because now I don't say just run blindly back there and start spraying water. Obviously, along the way, I'm trying to. I say trying to search. I'm not like legitimately searching rooms on yeah, the way, yeah. but like on I'm, your path. I, yeah. especially yeah. because 
victims a lot of times are on passive egress things of that nature right so especially checking around the door going in making sure you know check behind the door um but getting there and putting that water on the fire immediately then if i don't have anybody else with me or if there's not another company coming in i'm breaking off the search and here is my reasoning why as they say you know they used to teach us fire doubles in size every minute or whatever well now fire exponentially grows every minute and while I look, I am a firm believer in searches need to be done. I also know that if you don't stop the fire from growing, then you potentially are going to number one get in a bind yourself. Mm-hmm. Number two, the victims may get in more of a bind than what they would have been in if you could have went in there and knocked the fire down. Now, I'm not once again, I'm not advocating going in there and just worrying about the fire and staying in there and overhauling the room once you knock the fire yeah. down. Like no, no, like not a fan, but. I definitely feel like water on the fire is more important. But now if I roll up in somebody's hangout window, uh-huh. that's probably going to change my mindset just a touch. Yeah. While still, it is very subjective, but I understand your question you know because it seems yeah. to be a very well, top. So we'll talk about your side. Of it. Well, it's there. I thought the same thing until like very recently, but mm-hmm. they're like, to me, hand in hand, like one goes with the other and they're like right there, neck and neck. But, and I probably have been to more fires on an engine, on a handline, in interior operations than being like a truck or off a rescue or something to just do searches. I enjoy searches. I like. I'd rather be doing search than be attached to a hose line. I definitely don't want a nozzle. It's just my preference. But yes, water on the fire. We take the problem away, and everything gets better. Absolutely, completely agree couple things that had changed my mind were maybe it's the way we, we've been brought up in it we we find the fire that's where we want to start our search that's the most dangerous location for you know someone that's trapped inside if they're unconscious whatever we try to remove them from that while keeping that origin in check like we typically don't just go in and put the fire out right away we will use it to our advantage uh whether it be light or you know um, but also like, I guess the whole vent inner search thing and seeing some calls where you've got a fire, like really getting it, you've got people trapped. You, you've got a, I guess you could say a known location or a known area. And these guys are going in and they're able to pull civilians out, not necessarily even controlling the fire. And that's where I was like, man, you know. Like, I know putting the fire out is super important, obviously, because that's why we were called there in the first place. But time is of the essence, you know. And when you go to these house fires, these people don't have no air packs on. They don't have turnout gear on. So, obviously, getting in and removing them from those elements is obviously very important. And, you know, we've been on calls even together where... We've had like a, a truck company ahead of the hose line or right in line and we're able to break off and whether it be go find the fire for us on the engine, that that was obviously extremely, uh, extremely helpful, but they were able to get a, a search in quicker yeah, and, and branch off and oh, yeah, sure. search back. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, just recently is where I'm like, you know, I, I, I would rather get my search in the best you can. And if we burn a house down, it is what it is. But we got a good search in, and we removed whatever. Now let's go back because I understand your question. 
But more specifically, when you say this, are you rolling up on an engine with three people? How is this playing out? Because obviously there's a lot of different things that could affect what you're doing. I mean, if you roll it to a house fire, you're probably not jumping off the truck on an engine and just running inside doing the search, obviously. So what was your thought on that? Because I feel like it could go a few different ways depending on really what factors are in play. Absolutely. Like, so we could, we could paint this however we want to do it. My fire that I see in my head may be different than Mm -hmm. yours. That's why I'm trying to. All right. Let me, let me just say I'm counting it as. An engine with three, mm-hmm. and then another company coming up, whether it be another engine, a ladder, mm-hmm. with three more people. Mm-hmm. And that line is going in, going to the fire. And even if the engine, you got one a driver, and you got those two, the officer and the firefighter on the nozzle, they go in, mm-hmm. they're going to get to that fire, and then what? The officer's breaking off, and he's going to try to do get a, a search do in. Do a search, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Keep in contact, however yeah. that's going to be. But then the ladder truck or... The next company, next company you know, yeah. whatever. They're going to get in, and, and they're going to get a search, whether it's ahead of the hose line or not. Yeah. That, that's kind of what my thoughts are. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I guess going back to it, like, I I still believe my thought process is search, right? Search, search, yeah. search. Search is important. And I've listened to some uh, – I give a plug to the Grabs podcast. I was listening to the one a while – I was listening to it a while back. And so it was like three-man engine pull up to a – I think it was a reportedly vacant house mm-hmm. on fire. It was a working fire upon their arrival. Officers doing 360. Nozzle man's pulling the line. He gets to the Charlie side, and PD, I think, is on the Charlie side saying, hey, there's somebody in this window. Fire is venting out the window to his left, which is the next room over, so it's working its way towards him. Mm-hmm. So he tells his nozzle man, hey, bring the line back here. He jumps in to get her. Well, she's like under debris and stuff. And he has to get his nozzle man to flow water over his head to keep the fire from, because he couldn't get her out right then, like right a second. Right. Flow water over my head because it was black, thick, turbulent smoke that was like going to potentially be the, like the room beside him was getting ready to yeah. come out his window. So, like I said, I'm all about the search 100%. But also, I do see the importance of getting the water on that fire to be able to perform the search, yeah. I guess, at times. and. Stuff like that. Even if I, I I run these scenarios in my head all the time, and I like to try to train them. Like you pull up three man engine, somebody meets you in the front yard, or somebody's hanging out second story window right there. Like what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. You know. And even then, I'm not going to take a line and say, "Oh, I'm going to go put the fire on the first floor and then figure out go get them." No, we're going to go for a rescue. But if I got somebody that can come up and say, "Hey, pull that line," at least try to keep the fire in check or whatever so that way it does not creep up and get into where we're trying to work at because yeah i mean that is a i guess it's it's a real potential based on where the fire is at so that question is very subjective i think at times but having a game plan and having like the right i guess well the, having a play in the playbook based on keeping them as the priority yeah is is kind of my answer i mean we're still going to do both you oh know, yeah we yeah. want to go in and yeah, yeah. put fires out yeah. and get a search in yeah i feel like i answered that but i swear like the more we sit here and talk it's like easy to kind of for me uh-huh. to go around with it because real world some of the accounts is like man if they didn't put water on the fire yeah they wouldn't have never rescued that person you know absolutely but then again sometimes it would have been better if they could have done a search a search you know like i said it's yeah, just so yeah, absolutely cra- yeah. I, I just thought of one too the uh, one i had heard was same pretty much the same thing you said but they opted to try to get their line in place uh-huh. 
maybe because that's just the normal what they're accustomed to. Yeah, and they didn't get the person out in time. Right, like room flash. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, that's look. a lot. That's a that's a a big stack deck for oh, yeah. a three man or even a four man engine to pull up on by oh, themselves. Yeah. And you know, you listen to uh, or I say listen to. I've read the book of Shoop. Yeah. And you know, he's big time engine guy. And his thought process is, and it's in his book. I'll have to I'll, next time we have a podcast, or whatever. Maybe I can have the book highlighted. But like, he, his his scenario was that pull up. I don't remember how many people on the engine. Woman comes up, says my husband's trapped inside. He is a believer in taking the line in and going to knocking the fire down because, or like going to the fire at least mm-hmm. and keeping it in check, knocking it down because if not, then potentially. The victim may not make it. You may not get to the victim. It may be worse. And like I said, you know, there's yeah. But there's guys on both sides of the fence yeah. too. I, I could actually see that. I could see exactly what he's saying. The only difference is like you were uh, touching on. Somebody is like hanging out the window. Oh yeah. Like you have an absolute visual on them. Yeah. But if somebody's saying, yeah, you know, such and such is inside, even gives you a location, you don't know if you got enough people. Maybe somebody can go around to whatever side and look in. You can vent in her and, you know, oh, yeah. make a rescue. But if not, like, you're the engine. You have to be dedicated to getting that line on the fire. Yeah, and here's the thing. You know, I, I don't run fires every day or every week, every year where people are hanging out windows like this. So the thing is this, and this is my thought of anybody listening. You know, I, I don't work for FDNY. I don't work for, you know, any big place that's always going to fires and making grabs all the time. But this goes back to this, like, kind of comes back full circle to mindset. I'm constantly running this stuff through my head, and I'm constantly trying to stay into today's fire service. But here's the other side of it. Culture, mindset of your department, mindset of the people around you, I mean, can drive what you've got to do. But also, there are so many differing opinions in the fire service. You could take two well-known guys in the fire service who are well-respected, sit them down, and they like to come to blows over this topic, you know? Yeah based on their experiences, based on what right. they've been through, based on what they've seen. And I am hardcore truck person as far as I say hardcore truck person. I really enjoy the truck work side of things, but I do see the importance of putting water on the fires. If you ever watch um, Kyle Ramangus, he is a really big believer in the flowing and moving because it supposedly helps the tenability for victims. Once again, I, I haven't studied this nowhere near like i want to i have all these rabbit holes like my mind likes to run down and that's just one of them that i haven't had a chance to yet but yeah i think that was pretty good talk um i really didn't know we were gonna go down that rabbit hole i really you asked me that off the fly and i really the other day i said i'm gonna ask him that question because i know i know what you i said i know what you believe in. i kind of know your thought process on that i think this is somebody told me this the other day a wise individual told me this the other day by having conversations like this that's how you learn in a way so like i hear your mindset I hear what you got to say. I take it into you know my mind and say, hmm, that makes sense, or hmm, I want to look at that more. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's so many people out there to say, oh, this is the way, this is the way. But fire departments across the nation, successful fire departments, do things so differently at times, and it still is good. You know, so as long as we're working, yeah, to well, it's just like you you take you you listen to that, you take it in, and you figure out, you make your own opinion about oh, it. Oh yeah, you you do your own research. You figure out what works best for you and your department. Yeah. That's all it yeah. is. It's the whole yeah. purpose of this whole thing. Yeah. And I have my beliefs, you know, and I'm yeah. sure you do have yours. And we may not necessarily have the same beliefs at times, but I know that there's a reason why you feel like you do. There's a reason why I feel like I yeah. do. And it's not because 
well, that's just because uh, that's the way I feel. You know, We've there is a done it. there is a thought process behind why I feel like I do, and that's why you know really big on staying into today's fire service. You know, so. But do you have anything else, TJ? Uh, that. Feel like that was pretty good, man. Yeah, uh, we hit on a couple things that we wanted to talk about and just kind of went with it. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah. Well, I didn't do this in the beginning, but once again, we're truly humbled to have anybody that's tuning in, listening to what we got to say. Uh, at times, it kind of feels like rambling, but we really do appreciate you listening. You know, we gra- gladly will take any feedback, reach out to us, and thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned in the future. Like I said, we're trying to do this on a monthly basis. A little bit past a month mark, but we're still in the month, the next month. So I'm going to chalk that up to its success, trying to stay consistent, as Jocko would say. So thank you for uh, thank you for tuning in, and have a great day.